On today's episode, we're talking about Jack Ryan, season three, episode one. It's called Falcon, not based off the books. Yeah, because I didn't even get a recap at the beginning of Amazon. Like when they you don't really need it. one, right? It's it's Jim from the office fighting the governments of different countries, working for the CIA. I feel like it, right? I feel like John Krasinski at this point has kind of evolved so far past Jim from the office. I don't even you think mean about like he's, him. He's bulked up. Well, that, but I also don't even think about him really as Jim from the office anymore. He's been in like so many other things at this point where I feel like his like career is far beyond that. If you're trying to tell me that his quiet place fame and his Jack Ryan fame has taken over his no, the memes uh, no, themselves I, will never die. J he is for always Jim from the office. And he's even embraced that to a certain extent. Like, I feel like the persona he puts out there in every interview that he ever does is is always brought back to some office question. Yeah, but at this point, he's only doing dramas. He did 13 Hours movie, which came out a couple years ago. That he's came out like 10 years ago, didn't it? Yeah, like I think around seven. And yeah. it was Michael Bay was part of that. And he's a part of this as well. He actually attached some of the people from his previous films to work on Jack Ryan. Michael Bay is part of this TV series. Yeah, he's a producer on this. But tell me about this episode. We're talking about Falcon, kind of like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It but I assume it has nothing to do with the MCU. The first scene reminded me a lot of The Recruit, which is surprising because I did not think I was going to compare uh, Jack Ryan to that show at all. Well, before you do, do you compare the characters or do you compare the plot? Just the setting in the first scene. Because we start off in 1969, Matoska, USSR. So we start off kind of in, in Russia. Russia just like the recruit did and also in different time periods than when the actual story takes place and the recruit it was a flash forward and jack ryan it was a flashback so why are we seeing this flashback it's supposed to show that russia is working on the sokol project which is basically they're trying to make a battlefield nuclear weapon that's invisible mm -hmm. and right away i thought about this movie that came out it was based off the tv 60s tv series so this is like I spy in yeah. 2002 that was the same type of weapon that they were trying to make here so it's like uh something that they can launch destroy other countries without um, them detecting it on their radar yeah. system so that they can launch something back and destroy the Biggest USSR thing it being is the fact that it's invisible. That so it's that a stealth weapon, like you said. Okay, so now I'm assuming they perfected it and that's why it was a flashback? Actually, no. What happens is, is that um, at this Russian compound, they go into this building filled with scientists. They're all working on this thing and the scientists go to the generals and they're like, look, we need around six more weeks before we can really perfect this thing. There's just been so many problems with it and we're really trying our hardest and the generals go okay yeah we can give you as much time as possible the generals leave and then they shoot up the entire place the generals the, do yes the generals give an order to like go in there and you just hear bullets from the outside and just kill all the scientists all the scientists are dead yes why so that's the intro to this thing and that's i think the question you're supposed oh, okay. to be asking also i did hear a criticism that a lot of the russian scenes were spoken in English. Was this one of those scenes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't really make sense why a bunch of Russian generals and scientists would be speak catering to an English crowd. No, no. And it, apparently in earlier seasons, they didn't do that. So they're trying to appeal more to the U.S. crowd than maybe they had before. I, I That's not what... People have thought maybe it was a budgetary thing. They couldn't afford Russian actors. I, I don't know, but, like, did it make sense while you were watching it? I didn't, I didn't pick up on it until you just said it right now. All right, so 
this scene happens, and then I guess we got cut to present, present day. day. Jack Ryan's there? Yep. Is he doing push-ups? No, he's going to a rooftop party. Uh, he's meeting the minister of Russia, Zoya Ivanova. And okay. it's, they're working on this investigation because they know what the so-called project is, but they just like need to get more information on it. He's speaking to her at this rooftop party. She gives him this encrypted chip. and uh, Like on a USB? It's a microchip. It's oh. supposed to have information on it that Jack Ryan needs to go so get. So super tiny. It. Yes. How do we see it from an audience perspective? She literally just passes it over. She hands it over to him. It's in his and palm. no one sees that? No. Okay. And, so but, she's made a drop. But what she needs to do is she needs to scream at him to keep up appearances because she's not supposed to be giving out any information. So but she, everyone who would have been watching would have seen her just give him a tiny little chip. It wasn't even done like subtly, no, like it, in a handshake or No, it was done subtly. It wasn't a handshake. But I don't think a lot of people are actually paying attention to her. However, if anyone is seeing them interact, she needs to act as if she's like okay, this so she, crazy. She gets mad at him and Yeah. Fake mad at him. He gets thrown out of this rooftop party. Not off the rooftop, though. <laughs> no. And then we're introduced to James Greer. Now, actually, one of the best parts about this show, I thought, was Jack Ryan and James Greer. Their uh, their chemistry, not only from the actors, but just from their scenes. I well, thought that. Well, who is James Greer? James Greer is Jack Ryan's friend. I feel like he's the one that he must have worked with with the first two seasons. Now, apparently, he has this desk job. So I think. Oh, that James Greer is Wendell Pierce. That's yeah, what Wendell I meant. Pierce. Is who is he played by? <laughs> Okay. No, okay. Yeah, so they're friends. Yeah. And, and what happens? Jack Ryan shows him the chip. And then we get actually seen in Moscow. So this is one thing I had a question about. I'm not sure if you have the information for it. But did they shoot all, at all the different places that they actually said that they were in? Mm -hmm. Like, did they actually shoot in Prague? Because the Czech well, Republic obviously they didn't huge shoot here. in Russia. Yes, they I know. They couldn't have shot in Russia. However, I do know that they shot both season three and season four together. So season okay. four should be right around the corner. But no, not everywhere that is depicted in the show was an actual place that they shot in. Well, the craziest part about it was I felt like they, it was actually, the story was timely because... Well, obviously, yeah, it's supposed to be ripped from the headlines. But not only that, because like Russia and Ukraine, that actually plays a part into this story. Yes, like, but I'm saying that they didn't base this off a Tom Clancy book. Even though it's called Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, one of the biggest things about the show is that they write it. They just they write they they write all three seasons. Yes, when I say they base it off the headlines, they literally take the headlines. They're like, oh, this is going to be timely, as you put it, and then they make it into that. Yeah, because the Czech president Alina Kovac, that's who we're introduced to this episode. She is going to have a meeting with the Russian minister Dmitry Popov. He seems like he's going. It seemed like he was going to be the biggest villain out of the whole entire season. Why? Wow. Because he they just like are portraying him that way. He wants to put missiles into the Czech Republic. That's where he wants to keep his missiles. Send them over. But it's not like he was stroking a white cat and like putting a pinky to his his mouth or something. No, he wasn't but like the he, typical villain with a dramatic music in the back. Like what what made him a villain? Was he saying something that was like particularly? Yeah, he rude? wants to put the missiles into the Czech Republic. The same missiles from the sixties. Uh, yeah, and I mean he's the Russian minister, and also this... and so he wants to move them out of Russia, make them closer into Europe, yeah. push them into Europe. And obviously, he's getting pushback. And in Prague, yeah, what Kovac says to him is basically, if you don't stop this war with Ukraine, we're not going to keep these missiles for you. This is now, a complete just, retread on what they agreed with over the phone, because it seemed like they were actually going to go through with that deal. So the microchip 
I assume has details about this whole transaction. And once the U.S. learns about it, they send John Krasinski, Jack Ryan yes. in to infiltrate the whole process. He gets the ship decrypted. Mm-hmm. They give him a location. Yes. And it's like over the water. So it's it's over. It's just in the middle of the so ocean somewhere. So him, along with this NATO team, they go out on this mini boat. Is it called Echo 3? Because I think I've seen this series. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, this is. So th- this is the thing. The first 30 minutes or so of this TV show was kind of uh, slow. And I was like, wow, they really are just trying to beat you over the head with all this different, like, almost like just um, exposition. And then finally... When you say slow, though, do you mean like... Because they start off with a bang, with them killing a bunch of scientists. And then after that, you have a lot of desk duty type things? Like, is it just... It was a lot of like, okay, well, here is who Alina Kovac is. She's the president. She wants to fill this room with reporters. She wants so to... So introduction you know, of new characters yeah. for the season. Yeah, and just a ton of exposition. And so then what, what around the 20-minute mark? I would say 30? around the 35 to 40-minute mark is when we finally get our first like real action scene, and this was actually really well done. This is kind of the turning point in the episode when I was like, oh, this is a, the action show that I've kind of heard it to be. What they do is the NATO team goes onto this boat. They shoot off these uh, wires, and they attached to the boat they climb up the boat and they're able to make it on the boat like zip lines uh no they're like batman they're, they're like, graspers they're claw graspers you know things yeah like that. that seems like a batman tool yeah i mean that's that's practically what cool. they were so they're they may, they're able to make it onto the boat without anyone realizing they do have to knock out one person but they know that they need so to they find... were on a tiny boat and they infiltrated a bigger boat yes all right yeah literally cool. like a pirates the of the caribbean scene. yeah and uh, they know that they need to find, uh, like, this thing called 6B. They don't know what 6B is. It could be anything, but they need to start looking for it in this room that they're in. They find that there is this mini door that has 6B on it. They open it up. They open up a cabinet, and there's a guy in there. There's just a random dude. Yeah, they were is told— Is he extra tiny? Like, how did he fit in that cabinet? No, he was crouching down. But they were told that they were trying to find a package. That's what 6B and, was and given. And the person is and the And the package. person is the package. So is he, like, a scientist who knows all the details? Yes. Okay, all right. So we've seen this— billion times jack ryan's there right yes so he takes that guy well they they, they're going back to the mini boat and then on their way back that's when suddenly everyone is like oh my god they're intruders on the boat and there's this huge fight scene that this would be if it was a video game the part where you're supposed to fight your way out or you do the stealth mode and you try to sneak out yeah well jack ryan is the of course the only one left on the boat everyone else makes it out and then he has to even the scientist yeah even the scientist he jumps off the boat and then the boat comes back for him picks him up and they end up leaving so he dives into the water survives and the boat's able to find him and drives off and that's the end is no, that the end of the no, episode? No, 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 oh. no, because now it's it's kind of the objective of keeping this scientist safe sure. a lot of the time. So what happens is uh, John Krasinski, or Jack Ryan, and the scientist Yuri, that's his name, Yuri, they make it onto this beach, and there's already, like, a U.S. cavalry team there that is ready to take Yuri. But uh, during the transfer, during, like, the middle of it, Russian convoys come in and just start shooting everyone. And this is when it turns into like a full-on action movie because Jack Ryan and Yuri have to like get into this car. There's a ton of car chases, a ton of bullets flying everywhere. And at this point, it's just those two and like the driver. Like, yeah, the rest I mean, of the team has been dispatched or killed. Yeah, I mean, Jack Ryan is on the phone with James Greer. Yeah, and with this, Wendell Pierce. Yeah, just being like, get, get your ass And this other woman. But yeah, like he's, he's like, you know, trying to ask for details on a situation, what's going on, also alerting them. But really, it's just Jack Jack Ryan and Yuri, they're trying to make it out. How are you feeling at this point while watching it? This was getting really intense. I was like, wow, okay. So you're liking what you're seeing. Yes, I'm liking what I'm seeing. And I was also liking the Moscow storyline that kind of changed the uh, Czech Republic and 
Russian like interaction uh -huh. because things what, are getting heated over there. Yeah, we had a quick little scene where there was two characters. There was a girl who was talking about how her boyfriend was not like going to any dates, and then this bartender came over and was like, "Hey, you know, uh, I was speaking to her, and she's like, I have two free tickets." You lost me. <laughs> like, wait, it went from talking about the Czech Republic uh, and and the Russians yeah, I, to I, like a random uh, dating situation. So at the beginning of the episode, yes. there was a girl. She was at a bar. She was drinking alone. And then this bartender came over, started sure. speaking to her. And she talked about how she had two uh, free tickets to the soccer game. And the bartender was like, how about I go with you? Because she was talking about how her boyfriend wasn't like showing up or whatever. But this is in Russia. Yeah. Or yeah. is it in America? No, oh. it's in the Czech Republic. Oh, That's it's in it the. Is. Okay. Yeah. And, and the reason why that comes into play later is uh, we see that the bartender and the girl that we met earlier show up to the game. And then she tases the bartender. Yeah, and we so realize. Secret agent. That yeah, this is not only a secret agent. They're hiring like a sniper. They're going to be taking out Popov, and that's mm -hmm. what ends up happening. Uh, it's, oh. it's so Kovac and Popov show up to the game, and Popov gets a headshot, and he's dead. Okay, so yeah. Popov, the Russian mm -hmm. guy, not the so. <laughs> all right, so they take out the Russian. Yeah, guy. and and the reason why they tased the bartender was because they were saying him up as the sniper. Sure. So the police show up and they see him with a gun, even though he had nothing to do with it. They Head didn't know about it. over, and they're just like, "Nope, oh, case." No, is they shoot him. He's dead. Yeah, everyone's dead. And then uh, Jack Ryan doesn't do a good job. Uh, he kind of like loses sight of the mission because he's being shot by so many people. He keeps Yuri. Yeah, he keeps Yuri in the safe house. Yuri gets a headshot by like two. So people. Yuri's dead. Too. Yuri's dead. The as whole well. point of the mission has been destroyed, except for the microchip that kind of explains the missiles. And not only that, but James Greer. I said that there was James Greer and there was this other girl on the phone that Jack Ryan was speaking to yeah. as he was being shot at. Turns out that the girl is evil. The place that Jack Ryan is working for the has, CIA has, has a mole has turned on him. Yeah, and it turns out that he's completely on his own now because they're trying because they're like kind of setting him up to be the fall guy. So that's why they're comparing him to the. Mission Impossible character because his uh, or burn notice like when you've been burned and he has to go off on his own and prove his innocence yeah like 24 too yeah and Jack Ryan is the only one now he's now he's like God knows wherever with this with this but chip. Wendell Pierce obviously still believes him yeah Greer, Greer is gonna help him from the inside what would you overall give this episode as a rating? Well, I was like, I was really hating it for that first 40 minutes. But Just because I, of it being slow? Not only because of it being slow, there was no, like, plot development. Well, compared to The Recruit, or maybe compared to The Terminal List, or Jack Reacher, like, those first 40 minutes, what would they be most similar to? I'd say The Terminal List, but The Terminal List was better. But when it turned yeah, into really an action movie, list. I would say that this uh, episode turned into, like, a seven and a half. I feel like the first 40 minutes were supposed to be monotonous so that when you got to this part you were supposed to really enjoy it so like when I you did. say turned into a seven and a half it's not going to average out but it's actually seven and a half that's where you're leaving yeah 7.5 7, yep all right this doesn't have the same humor as the recruit right oh no they yeah i was saying that it was a, a lot like the recruit because of where it took place and you being able to see these russian convoys but yeah jack ryan there's there's very little humor in this so, episode. so i'll ask you to rank them again Jack Ryan, Jack Reacher, James Reese from the Terminal List, Owen Hendricks from The Recruit, and Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible. Which would you trust the most with your life? Oh, wow. Um, okay, I'd say probably Ethan Hunt the most. Yeah, because he seems he seems loyal. All yeah, the other people, ones... people he tries to protect die all the time. Like, 
if you think about his crew, they survive. If I was part of the main crew, I'm saying if you're just an asset, if you're because I you did say that this guy got uh, Yuri got shot in the head. Yeah. So you can't really trust Jack Ryan. It seems like the Owen Hendricks guy on the recruit is just learning. He's in the learning curve stages. Upon um, retrospect, yeah, maybe Jack, Jack Reacher. Reacher. It's because Jack it, Reacher because yeah, Jack he Reacher got fad fighting for you. Well, uh, not not only that, but in the movies also, it doesn't really seem like he ever lets anyone down. He mm-hmm. seems to save the people all the time. So. Yeah, he's got these cool glasses, too. So, yeah, I would go with that, too. And uh, the only other thing I wanted to talk about was Tom Clancy, because we're not going to jump into his full biography. I feel like a lot of people have done that in the past. But two facts that you might not know is that, one, he owned part of the Orioles, and he then he actually the earned $230 million in profit because he was one of the original investors in the 90s, and then he, like, cashed out later on. Uh, he passed away, I think, in 2013, and he almost bought the Minnesota Vikings. Tom Clancy's so he was really Minnesota Vikings. Well, no, think of it. If they changed the name, that would have been phenomenal. You would have had all the different sports teams, and then you would have had Tom Clancy's Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anything else you want to talk about specifically from this episode? Uh, yeah, I'll just leave it with my list of comparisons. We mentioned some already. The Recruit, 24, Jack Reacher, Homeland, and the Americans in their tone. Not really this the show, but their tone. And yeah, I spy the 2002, uh, like, Eddie Murphy, Owen Wilson movie. Except <laughs> really? it is, it's better than that. Again, just because of the, the actual weapon being the exact same. It was mm. weird to see that. Do you have any predictions as to what's going to happen with that I have, no idea. I have mm. no idea. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this one. Bye. Bye.